Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Now that is an excellent guitar riff. Nothing. Vegas leading Dallas. Nine minutes left in the first period. Blue Jays lost 6-3 to Tampa Bay. Basketball. Miami playing at Boston as the Heat try to advance to the NBA Finals as a uh, big long shot, just like the Panthers were at the start of the playoffs. Have a very special guest I'm going to get to in about 60 seconds here. I know he's anxiously waiting on the line. Also, Taylor Cornelius, Elks quarterback in half an hour. Don't miss that. Uh, so I was talking before we went to break that my friend last night told me she played kickball. I didn't know what that was. She described it to me, and I said, oh, when I was in high school back in Evansburg, we called that Danish rounders. And then I talked to some colleagues today who said soccer, baseball, and belly ball are also words for this sport. Kellen, what do we have at 780-496-0063? A lot of soccer, baseball. We've got Dan, Chris, Mike, uh, a couple of unknown texters texting in, all saying soccer, baseball with uh, somebody saying, hey, we played it in elementary. And then we've got one for kickball. So across the board, okay. but a lot of soccer, so, baseball so far. So Danish rounders, a very Evansburg... Uh, <laughs> Must, but, must be. Must be, or we had a gym teacher that called the Danish Rounders. Uh, okay, well, we'll see. Uh, to be or not to be, I guess, with Gene Principe. Hi, Gene. <laughs> hey, Reed. Uh, wow, that's quite the upbringing. Danish, <laughs> what, did we, what did you call it, or one of your teachers called da- it? Danish Rounders. So, so do you know it as kickball? It's baseball, but you roll the ball towards the plate, and it's kind of a soccer ball-sized either rubbery ball or volleyball, I guess, and then you yeah. kick it, and then the rules are like baseball after that, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I had uh, wiped that out of my memory till right now. <laughs> Um, and I can visualize it back. I tell you, I'm not a tough kid, but when I grew up uh, and I went to St. Alphonsus uh, Elementary and Junior High, grade one to grade nine, which is uh, almost kind of not quite into downtown, but as you're headed towards it, we didn't. We had cement for um, our soccer fields, our play area. We didn't have grass. They have it now, but back then we only had cement. And I can visualize now playing i don't think we had a name for it other than soccer baseball i don't think we had a specific kickball or a danish entry uh we just played and so i hadn't thought about that for uh probably not 50 years but maybe 45 so that's that's quite the memory to think about playing it back then i will say my kids were all in the early pushing mid-20s i don't remember them ever playing it at school that i can remember seeing them at at recess or anything i could be wrong but i don't remember them playing okay well mooner is listing and he just wrote in that that he called it soccer baseball and he grew up north edmonton uh kind of like you did so okay well i guess I, here I was joking around with my friend last night, like, who calls it kickball? Apparently, who calls it Danish rounders? Just the class of 91 at Grand Trunk High School in Evansburg. Uh, uh, class <laughs> of 91. Well, we're not. Well, we are. I mean, Mooner's probably between us, I think. Uh, 84, he'd be about 86, 87. Yeah, I think, what I think so. Mooner is three years older than me. 
Because he turned 50 since he was on our broadcast yeah. crew, and that's so in the last three like years. A, yeah, so 80, he just texted me 88. He graduated yeah. 88, so there you go. Well, I played junior hockey, so it took him six years to finish high school. Right? <laughs> don't, Plus, don't, he went to Queenie. Don't say that out loud. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> since I know he's uh, listening. He'll love play it. Play to the audience. Play to the audience. you got to play to Mooner. Yeah, so, well, I think yeah. sometimes he's the only audience for this show, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, how, how have you been, buddy? Uh, what are we about... Uh, uh, 12 days or 11 I don't even know yeah. it was last Sunday but I mean we we had all the player exit interviews in Holland I'm like man oh man they they the I have I mean players aren't always thrilled to do the year-end interviews yeah. but that was just as dejected as I've mm-hmm. as I've heard those players that came out and talked yeah, I would agree 100% with you, Reed. You and I have been covering the team a long time. And listen, there were many years there were no uh, postseason exit interviews. There were a regular season and there was disappointment. Uh, but that is, as you know, in the soccer world, we would use the term gutted, as I've seen the players. And they even had uh, not a day and a half. It was a late game, so it 36 hours maybe from from the loss to when they spoke to us and uh, wow uh, you, you could see it you could hear it, you could feel it uh, that this one I, I think hurt more than any other ones uh, and uh, and I know you were there when Zach Hyman spoke on it and I know he's had disappointments you know in his previous hockey life in Toronto and then here in Edmonton but uh, worst loss ever and I think if you went around the room uh, excluding at home who made it to a cup final that you know maybe you know, let's try and maybe find one other guy but that would be about it it would have been the worst loss because um yeah i mean i think everyone including them thought they were they were uh, you know dressed for success and not in a overconfident cocky way just you know we are this good and we can get this done and uh, i don't know with you mentioned vegas is up one nothing i don't know i'm never quite sure after your team loses to a team whether you want that team to lose because you're so pissed off at the right. or whether you want them to win to prove that hey it wasn't a fluke they are a really good team they not only beat us but now they've beaten another team and are on the verge of not only a cup final but you know one of two teams that's going to win the stanley cup so for sure though you you read the room properly uh, it was um something i haven't quite seen before to that level yeah yeah well and I, i've gotten both uh, comments from friends and colleagues some some say well the vegas wins then maybe we can argue the Oilers were actually the second best team in the league and then i have other people saying you know to heck with vegas i want them to suffer now so it just depends on how you look at it as a fan gene prince may join you tonight on uh, inside sports how do you manage uh uh like how do you manage the travel because like i don't i don't travel right so i i got it pretty easy i drive to work i do my thing i go home uh you know you're back and forth in the playoffs something did you stay down there for eight or nine days like everybody else between la and vegas i did yeah i um i love coming home i mean you know, how are you going to say something to somebody about complaining that you went from L.A. to Vegas <laughs> and spent 10 days on the road? Um, you know, that I, no one wants to hear that, So, and I don't blame them. But for sure, I would have loved to come home for a couple of days. I totally understand why they stayed there, and, uh, you know, it made sense. And, I, you know, when you're down there and you see the, um, the separation they have sort of from real life, 
Uh, and, and, you know, it's not disrespectful to their families, uh, parents, uh, siblings, wives, kids, uh, you know, if the kids are of any age, they understand that uh, for dad, who wears an Edmonton Oilers jersey, or for the coaches in this case, uh, it's it's all about hockey. And so, for sure, you, you know, where they stayed and how it was set up, uh, you were totally away from any distractions. It was quite clear that they wanted them to just, and I know I'm no player, I don't block any shots or anything, but when you get home, and, it, you know, my kids have said they're 20, 22, 24. I don't have to run around changing diapers or anything. Not that I did that anyways. But uh, you, you just you want to get stuff done. You need to get stuff done. Uh, people want to talk about the Oilers, uh, whether you're at the grocery store or the gas station. They love the team, and they love to have interaction with anyone who has a connection to them, like you, like me. We don't play but people see us as an extension of the hockey club. So I get wanting to stay down there. And so I did. As for the travel, you know, Reed, I say this to people and they, they kind of laugh, but I don't like to fly. I'm a nervous flyer, uncomfortable flyer, uh, shaky, whatever you want to call it. But it is part of my job. And so I'm a, I'm usually early in the morning. Like I'll, I'll take any flight that gets me home early or gets me out of wherever I am just because I want to get it done with. For me to sit all day sort of not getting anxious but thinking about flying, I'd rather let's just do it, right? It's kind of like an exam. I, I think that you'd rather write your exam at 8 in the morning, get it done, than sit there till 8 at night thinking you're going to cram or you're going to do this. All you're going to do is worry. So let's get her going. And for the most part, not bad because you're on the West Coast. I think my worst connection was going Vegas uh la vancouver edmonton one day so an extra an extra stop but otherwise not bad yeah well uh yeah i i, I know what you mean that's uh, that's a good way to sum it up gene prince by joining us at inside sports all right we love having you on in the summer we usually uh pull you on to, to on nights like this and uh so you can tell a tale or two um I, and I talked to, to a couple guys earlier this week about this so we had the four overtime game yeah. We had the Elks game on Monday that took longer because it was delayed by the smoke, and then the halftime yeah. was delayed by the rain and the lightning. And, and Morley and Dave called that game in Winnipeg, I think they said 2017, that took six and a half hours wow. with all the light. What's the longest sporting event you've had to – like I know you've been the host for some long overtime games, but even earlier in your career, junior hockey, high school basketball, I don't know, does something come to mind? Well, a couple come to mind. One, when I was young, uh, and I was headed out, I think I was headed out to Barry T's or Goose Looney's, and uh, it was uh, the, the, the long overtime game, the Islanders and the Capitals. Um, Bob Mason was in net for the Caps. Was it LaFontaine that scored? Yeah, and Kelly Rudy, who's on this show every week, yeah. as you know, was the other goalie, yeah. Right. Yeah. That game, I remember, a bunch of buddies were going out. We're like, we'll go out. And back then, we were always in hockey pools. I'm actually in a hockey pool right now, a strong second, but I'm not catching first. The guy <laughs> who's got first has three Panthers. Oh. I've got Bobrovsky, but he's got three Panthers. Right. And I don't have any Golden Knights. I couldn't take any Golden Knights because I, I knew the Oilers would were likely so no kings no golden knights um i did take a couple of avalanche because i thought by the time they meet the avalanche that's conference final pretty soon i'm not going to have anyone to choose from so i did take some abs but couldn't take any kings or golden knights i didn't want to split my my uh loyalty in the sense that 
you know, you're you're wanting the Oilers to win, and then you get a guy who scores a goal, and you're happy. But maybe it's an overtime winner, so I didn't I didn't do that. But um, yeah, we were in hockey pools, and we stuck around. Back then, you used to kind of tally the points as they went along, right? Pick up the newspaper in the morning, watch the game at night, and so we were like, okay, let's go out after this game's over. Well, <laughs> by the time we ended up going out, I think it was. Well, if it wasn't midnight, it had to be pretty close. So that I remember is a long game. The other one I remember was really early in my tenure hosting on uh, the old A channel, now City TV, was Joe Neuendijk scoring in quadruple quadruple or triple overtime. I think it was triple in 99. It would have been around April 20th, 21, something like that. And I remember we, we had our, our first kid and... Uh, you know, when you have your first kid, you're, you're either both of you or one of you is waking up a fair amount during the night. My wife kept waking up and going, where is he? He's not home yet. Where is he? <laughs> um, and so, again, then I, I don't think I even had a cell phone. So, and I'm, I wasn't quite sure even if I could make a phone call, whether I was to call home, just say, I'm not home. And that was a long one. And Joe scored. They, they swept the Oilers. Back then, I remember Craig McTavish would always say of Ken Hitchcock, who was, Ken was so complimentary of the Oilers, and, and Mac T would always say stuff like, oh, yeah, that guy's always throwing roses on our grave. Uh, oh. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of the rivalry that, that, that grew between those two franchises back then, and both coaches were the same. And I would say that the players uh, were, you know, relatively speaking, barring two or three per team, were the same every year. So those are a couple of the, the longest overtimes I remember sort of personally and professionally. Okay, yeah, those are great stories for sure. Uh, Gene, we'd love having you on the show. I, I hope I, I see you around this summer. Before I let you go, I, I obviously I know when there is Oilers news and free agency and draft and all that kind of stuff, you're going to mobilize and people will still see you on the tube, but it'll be a little slower pace for you. Uh, what like what do you do? Are you still reference soccer or, or doing anything like that? Or are you, are you playing anything? What are you going to get up to this summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, uh, Reed, you were nice enough to have me on the radio around this time last year, a little later, after I ran a half marathon. Right. I'm actually tra- training for a marathon. Uh, you being one of my inspirations, because I know you've run a marathon, more than one, if I'm not mistaken, and you've run halves. So I'm, I'm training for that. I'm coaching my daughter's soccer team and uh, treating it like it's the World Cup. Um, I, uh, there's, there, <laughs> you know, I, I, I want the, the, the young ladies to have fun, but I'm telling you what, I want to win and I want to win bad. So, uh, trying to find, uh, somewhere in the middle that everyone has a good time, but as, uh, as uh, coach Jay Woodcroft would say, uh, the best, uh, form of team building or team bonding is winning. So I'm hoping to do a lot of team building and team bonding this summer. Uh, run the marathon, and uh, we see what happens. Uh, a little bit of vacation, but but not too much. More just being around the city and certainly around Western Canada. Well, you're taking care of the day's business, and we'll see what yeah. comes out of the gate. <laughs> you're right. I am, as Coach Day would say, I am available. That's right. You're an available player. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, all the best with the, with the marathon. You're going to find it really rewarding once you hit that finish line, man. Thanks for hopping on tonight. Always love speaking with you.
Thanks, pal. Anytime. Take care, Reed. That is the great Gene Principe from the Oilers on Sportsnet. Uh, of course, a very proud Edmontonian, and I know uh, very popular with a lot of you. 780-496-0063. So apparently it is kickball, the most common name, and I somehow didn't know that. Dallas has tied it. It's 1-1 in the last minute of the first period. This is Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Oh, there's the Def Leppard we all crave. Thank you, Kellen. All right. Edmonton Elks quarterback Taylor Cornelius coming up after the 7 o'clock news. Corny trying to take a big step forward here. Third year in the Canadian Football League. 780-496-0063. Kellen, what do we uh, have? Anything else on the uh, kickball, soccer, baseball, Danish rounders debate? Oh, yes. A few more comments on that. We got uh, Chris, the diehard Oilers fan, texting in. He says, hello, Reed. Rounders must have been a yellowhead region name for the game, and that's what we called it growing up in Jasper. Oh. No, no Danish, just rounders. Is that, is that insensitive to call it Danish? I don't know. And then Foo texts in, says, Hello. this is Foo. Uh, we called it Danish Rounders in Hinton as well. So. Oh, wow. So it's, it, it is a, a Yellowhead school division thing, perhaps. Now, uh, Aaron in Hannah texts in and says, hey, Reed, too, found, uh, too funny. As you were telling the story, I was like, oh, yeah, Rounders. Forgot about that one. Nostalgic. That's Aaron and Hannah. So they just called it Rounders. So this called Han- it round- and and, and Rounders, yes, Rounders is a sport. Uh, it's also a movie with uh, Matt Damon and John Malkovich and <laughs> Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> sorry, that popped and, into my head. And then we got it's pe- a gambling movie. <laughs> and then we got people texting in, like Jacqueline, listening to us. Uh, says she's in her fifties, grew up in Edmonton, and she's never heard of this definition or game in her life. <laughs> oh, that's sad. And we got another one that's unknown, <laughs> and it says, "Nope, I've never heard of this at all. We played real baseball." Uh, well, fair enough. Uh, you could you could do both. I mean, geez, settle down. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Okay, so now well now I keep thinking about the movie Rounders. So it was uh, Matt Damon, Edward Norton, Malkovich. I'm not sure who else was in it. Now I got to look it up. That was a sci-fi film, wasn't it? No, it's the one where they. It's the poker movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. 19, yeah, I don't think nine, 19 uh, I'm looking it up now. 1998. Those were the three main guys. Uh, Famke Jansen and Gretchen Mall were in it. Uh, John Turturro was in it. Martin Lando. I don't remember him in that. And that's the one. Uh, Malkovich plays the Russian poker champ, not champion, but like he was a Russian guy who was really good at. Po- I think he went by KGB in the film. Okay. And Matt Damon was this young up and coming poker player and mm. took on KGB and I think Edward Norton was his rival slash mentor or something like that well we're really all over the map I mean, for the people who normally listen to the show they're like oh no this is standard the new people are like what is going on in this time slot yeah par for the course tonight folks <laughs> oh we're the, okay fu- I got a I got a really weird email today I want to read too but I'll have to get to that <laughs> okay. a little bit later on I kind of got a love letter in my email and I'm not sure how to process it so I want to share it with people 
Mike Johnson is going to join us later. Former Montreal Expo, local guy. He's going into the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame, so we'll catch up with him. Taylor Cornelius is coming up next. You can keep your feedback coming at 780-496-0063. The email is insidesports at 630ched.com. It is now the first intermission in Dallas. William Carlson and Jason Robertson are the goal scorers. It's 1-1 Golden Knights and Stars. Back after the news and weather, folks. Thank you.